Hello, and welcome to the season finale, the series finale, the final episode of Jabbering with Jeremy. This is a very exciting episode because we have um, worked up for this one episode with our usual quarantine queries, and this episode will solely be talking about the coronavirus, its impacts, just everything regarding that. Um, and it's really exciting. Unfortunately, I am not joined by any guest today because I felt that I would be able to occupy this conversation for a full, I don't know how long this will be, 30 to 40 minutes. So, um, yeah, I hope, I hope I don't bore you and I hope you stay to listen to the entirety of this episode. If not, obviously that's okay, because even if you just catch bits and pieces of it, you should be fine. So today I wanted to talk about the coronavirus, like I already said, um, and everything regarding to it, how it affects us economically, physically, mentally, socially, etc. So the first piece that I would like to um, tackle is just how it affects me. Just me personally, not the entire world or not the entire country because that is a huge number of people and sometimes it's easier to comprehend and relate to stories if it's um, if it's tailored to person to person. So, yeah. So I first got the news that we would not be in school on June, no, sorry, on March, I believe it was 11th. So that weekend, so the weekend of March 6th, that was a Friday, um, that was the last weekend before COVID came, and, um, I actually lived that weekend up pretty, pretty well, um, if I'm being honest. So on Friday, I can't remember if I did anything of, uh, significance, I just remember that that was the last day of school, and... I didn't even know that that was the last time I would be in the building, or one of the last times. Some of the last times I would be seeing these, my classmates, my teachers, just random people that I smile to in the hallway and will never see again. That's that's kind of um, depressing to think about. But that Friday, I didn't really have many classes. Um, I had like fourth and fifth period free. So I remember, uh, fifth period for Scarzel is extended, so, um, that's like an hour-long free period on top of having fourth free, so I drove home, um, put my stuff down, watched TV at home, um, I don't even remember what I did at home, but after that, I drove back to school for sixth period, And I remember it was my environmental science class, sixth period, and my teacher was saying, um, yeah, this coronavirus is crazy. I I really don't know how it's going to affect us. I doubt we're going to have to move to online school, but it's a possibility. And I just remember thinking to myself, seriously, that is never going to happen. If only I had been able to see what the COVID-19 crisis had on us because that obviously did happen and took a huge toll on all of us. 
And then that Saturday was um, my cousin's bar mitzvah in New York City. And that was the last time I had been in New York City in over, what, three months? And um, he, I just am now thinking, he's so lucky. He's one of the last people. He is probably the last person, especially in New York City, um, to have his his celebration live. Um, most people are doing it over Zoom or telecast or FaceTime or whatever. Um, but I remember he was doing the Hora and... Um, a lot of people weren't even holding hands. They were just maybe interlocking elbows or just not even doing anything. Some people were sitting, which is sad because that is a very um, popular, iconic dance in the Jewish community. And to not have that at your bar mitzvah is kind of sad. Um, but yeah, and then I remember after the bar mitzvah, I met a few friends who happened to be in the city um, and we took the train home, and we were considering taking the subway. We ended up not taking the subway just because it wasn't there, but if it happened to be there, we definitely would have taken the subway back to Grand Central and um, would have, you know, like, been perhaps exposed to coronavirus, which thankfully we ended up just running to the train station Um instead of taking the subway, but that was definitely a risk we could have faced, and we weren't even thinking of the coronavirus back then. So that would have been interesting to see what would happen if we did take the subway. And then we got on the train, everything was fine. I saw another friend of mine. Um, Then, yeah, I just got home, went to sleep. It was just a normal night. And then Sunday came, and that following week, the week of the 12th, if that Monday was the 12th, yeah, it would have been the week of the 12th, that week would have been so busy. I remember I had a Latin presentation on Tuesday, econ test on that Wednesday, and something for math. I just remember studying for math. And that Sunday, I was like, okay, now I'm a second semester senior, and now I don't really have to try as hard but um I just want to get by this test and not absolutely flunk it so that's what I did all Sunday I was studying I made a review sheet flashcards quizlet I looked on um Khan Academy just to see if there's any information that I should retain from that and that Sunday at around seven or eight o'clock I received a call saying that school would be canceled for the following week because a teacher in the middle school tested positive for COVID-19. I was shocked. I was like, oh my God, this is real. This coronavirus outbreak is real. That week I became scared. But I but I knew a lot of my friends were not as concerned as me so um they were maybe attending gatherings it was just so weird how school was just suddenly put on pause and what we thought was for a week what ended up being for the rest of the school year which is crazy um and then now let's move forward to like when it actually was real when people 
were from other districts were being called out of school. Um, yeah, let's move on to that segment because I do have other stuff to say regarding my, not only my personal story, also, um, mental health, physical health, etc. Okay, so, um, after that, me, after, you know, when it was actually starting to build up and people were already really scared and we knew it was real, maybe we knew friends or family members that have con- contact contracted the disease um we know is real at this point so um obviously you want to see your friends but you want to stay safe so we would um pull up to a parking lot park our cars at least 20 feet away maybe even more just because your car can't really be close to another car etc reasons like that and we were just talking it's just depressing to be in your car and not um and not being able to like be close to your friend like that's a hard part to comprehend and especially i mean i'm going sidetracked but i'm going to uh talk about this later we don't know still on june 12th we still don't know when a vaccine will be founded or when this all will end and when we will just return back to normal life. We really do not know. So that's a really hard part. Um, that's keeping me awake at night. But anyways, um, back to my stories. So yeah, we would just pile up in a parking lot and just talk. And there's nothing to talk about because we're not experiencing anything. We're literally stuck at home, quarantined for so long doing nothing maybe fine we're taking a walk here and there or maybe we've picked up on a new hobby but there's nothing to do so there's nothing really to talk about and these facetimes zoom calls texts snapchat instagram they're all great but it does not even compare to face-to-face real interaction and the last thing is For the class of 2020, we are all just, we just got it so unfair. Like, our senior year, what was supposed to be the best year of, certainly high school, maybe, well, this is pushing it, but maybe even our lives. Um, Second semester senior year is supposed to be amazing. And we got to see, we literally looked up to um, so many grades, partying it up, maybe on... um, the weekends going to prom going to graduation and we will continue um to see every grade below us do the same traditions that we should have done and we're just caught in the middle of everything just watching just having the opportunity to watch people um do monumental senior events like i already mentioned prom graduation um senior slump day senior whatever senior ditch day but we're never going to be able to experience that, especially, obviously, in high school um, with our high school friends. And like I already said, we will be watching future senior classes have a fun second semester. We already have watched uh, past senior classes have a fun second semester. And we are the only senior class that will not get to experience that. However, there is silver lining into that. I watched a video of um, something the teachers 
put together. And someone said that we're actually lucky. We were born into the world right after 9-11, which was a traumatic time in our country's history. We are now seniors during the um this national sorry international pandemic and um yeah so i think we were the chosen one and you know at a party when we're older at a cocktail party people might say oh so when did you graduate high school and we'll say oh i'm the class of 2020 and they'll say oh my gosh the class of 2020 wow how was that blah 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 so that I don't know, that could be the silver lining in this. And, um, obviously, like I just said previously, we don't know when this will end, so, um, yeah, we we really don't know, uh, the extent to which this will continue to be looming in our country until it's actually safe to go outside, and I really hope colleges and our future is um is not really heavily impacted on this because we also have been looking forward to college for definitely um like high out since high school since freshman year I was like wow high school's pretty hard but I I just can't wait to you know maybe not leave everyone but say goodbye to everyone and embark on a new chapter in our lives. So that is definitely my corona story. I hope some of you can um, relate to that. And if you can, if you have any questions, comments about what I said, please text me, please comment on the Instagram, because um, I like having conversations with people. So yeah. <laughs> um, now, okay, so now I'm going to go over some mental aspects of uh, the coronavirus. So, once we knew when corona had, um, like, how it spreads, how to stay safe, the term social distancing has been key in our vocabulary, in everyone's vocabulary, actually. Um... But I don't love that term. I, of course, love um, people following social distance guidelines, but the term social distance is not really fitting for our, um, for our times. So my mother actually came up with this, but I thought it was a very good idea. She says that we should be physically distanced, socially connected. Okay, so when people say socially distancing, that means keep your six feet. But the word social literally means hang out with other people. Don't um, be maybe more, try to be more extroverted. And if you f- say, okay, I'm going to social distance, that means maybe stay away from um each other socially don't uh, talk to them but we really should be physically distancing because in times like these we need to um, socialize 
so we can socialize through various means that are not six feet apart, but we actually have to socialize, and um, we have to be social with each other. We definitely do need to be physically distant, because that's how the, the virus is spread, ultimately, but socially distancing is actually the worst thing that we need, because we actually need human connection to thrive in times like these. We need um, human support. And if we really strictly follow the words social distancing, that would mean that we are not, um, we are not talking to other people, but we need that talk. But I totally agree with all the government officials that we need to physically distance, but definitely stay socially connected. Um, and with that being said, our mental health, I'm going to go age by age, has definitely declined because we have not seen a real person. No, that's a lie. We have seen if you have been doing the parking lot get-togethers like I have been doing, but we have not hopefully not um being in a radius of less than six feet apart with another person which is um really really traumatic on some people's mental health and not really um stabilizing which definitely could be detrimental so anyways um so i'm going to go through age groups i would say ages Mm, four to seven or yeah four four to eight I would call it those are the times where these kids are in preschool they just learn basic rules to share their toys to um to cheer your friend up if he is having a bad day um I don't know but those in ages like those touching and licking objects that's that's what these um kid that's what those young kids do um and they can't help it they don't know any better so to suddenly be saying like oh no you can't share your toy with your friend or no you can't lick this or no you can't give your friend a hug they just were learning all their lives all their short lives cuz they're only 4 to 8 years old um what it's like to, you know, be a quality human being and share, um, and share and, you know, just interact with people. And then suddenly they're told, no, you can't do that. That's very confusing for them. So, um, yeah, I mean, preschoolers really have it bad because this is where, these are the times where they learn their basic, um, their basic, you know, like how to be a decent person and how to um thrive i guess but anyways that's i'm sidetracking um so then my other point is also kindergartners and so no they already are kindergartners at like five years old my bad but um elementary schoolers they rely on school because um, they don't really have much else to keep them entertained. They might not have a phone. And these days, as stated in previous podcasts, children our age really rely on technology and they don't really have 
technology, so must be entertained as much as the, they can, or else they'll get bored. And um, they can't really be as entertained as they would like to be without school, because um, school really has plays a key role in their everyday lives. Okay, so that's... Middle schoolers also have it bad, because... Um, they're probably meeting people from other schools because they're they graduated elementary school. They might have new friends to meet, um, or not, depending on the school district. But still, um, that that definitely could be hard. I'm, I'm thinking of the sixth graders who just graduated elementary school. Middle school is a big transition, and um, and they need that um key social, um social mixing in sixth grade so that could be difficult and then high schoolers regardless it's bad seniors especially have it tough but ninth graders also have it hard middle school to high school is a huge transition sophomore year is kind of the forgotten year but it was a difficult year junior year it's hard. Junior year was initially hard, and adding the coronavirus on top of all that, on top of the uh, college process, um, testing, and just, you know, just living in 11th grade, that's a difficult year to begin with. And then seniors already said. College students, that's hard. That's just what I'm going to say. College is so hard because that's the first time you're not living with your parents and living with familiar um, lifestyles. So that's definitely hard to have to transition into that from September to early March. And then you're told to go home unexpectedly, leaving all your friends that you had just made. That is difficult. Um, That's only freshmen. And college, once you have your... Um, group of friends you love that like you're on your own and then to not get that is difficult and then for the older generation I'm going to skip a large part but 65 and up I would say um, where you might more people might start to think about retirement and might be already retired and just hang out with friends every day they already are the people at high risk and um and you know now they're now they are they can't even see friends because they're scared they might are fear for their lives so that definitely is difficult okay so what else did i say that um i would talk about i had a list let me pull that up really quick um so Okay, here it is. So, um, well, I just had some questions for myself that I would answer. So, what do you miss most about real life? I think I have answered that. Obviously, this is, everyone is thinking that, um, people, like, I really don't like Zooms. I don't really like FaceTimes, if I'm being honest. Um, so I really just miss interacting with people because we need people to thrive um and I also miss my routine 
because during this quarantine, I have found myself waking up, staying in bed for so long until I actually get out of my bed, making breakfast, usually breakfast slash lunch, because I wake up really late, late for me at least, probably around 9.30, (laughs) um, and then I, what, what do I do after that, see, like, each day is a clone of itself, and I feel like I'm living in the movie Groundhog's Day, because literally, I am doing the exact same thing every day, and I don't even know what I'm doing, um, I'm on my phone a lot, which is really bad, I take lots of walks, oh yeah, I also, um, started skateboarding, I would consider myself a skater boy at this point, um, I have vans, I, I I have had them previously to my skateboarding phase, but that's just a plus, every skateboard boy must have vans, no, I'm kidding, um, I have been trying to learn tricks on YouTube, but they're so hard, I cannot seem to, like, jump off the skateboard and land back on it, uh, not gonna lie, I have injured myself quite a few times, so, yeah, that's, that's kind of bad, (laughs) um, what else, like, and that's it, and then late at night, I, um, either watch The Office, watch a movie, Netflix party, Zoom with friends, um, and then I go to bed usually around 12.30 to 1. Lately, I actually have been going to bed much earlier, I don't know why, I've been really tired. Oh, also, I have been playing lots of Game Pigeon on your phone, it's so much fun, if you, like, are dedicated, which me and one friend are very dedicated, and we are playing, um, a lot of games, and, yeah, it's, it's fun, I recommend you do that, I've been attempting to cook sometimes, um, but luckily, fortunately now, I mean, the numbers and the graphs show that Corona is spiking down, but I'm really concerned for a second wave, which should be coming in late 2020, early 2021, if I'm not mistaken, so that that could be um, scary, and I really hope it um, is not as bad as this current one, because we all entered 2020 thinking, oh my gosh, this is a new decade, a new start, this is going to be amazing, and then now look where we are, who would have ever expected this, like, if I had told myself, oh yeah, a year from now, you will not be in school, well, I would believe myself, because most seniors are not in school after May, but that's, if I had told myself that in April, or even in March, that you will not be in school a year from now, I would have been confused. Very confused. Um, but, yeah, also, like, summer plans. If I had told myself that my summer plans would flake and I would not be doing that, I would have been like, what? Why not? I'm, why? I would have just been completely baffled. Um, <laughs> so... Yeah, that no one ever saw this coming. 
but, um, yeah, let me find my notes that I wrote down. Oh, okay, is there a new hobby or activity that I've started because of the quarantine? Yeah, so, I wanted to try to find the silver linings in this. Obviously, this sucks. No one enjoys being stuck at home without, without seeing many people that often, um, just, like I said, doing the same thing every single day. But, um, there has been, I guess, some good in this. Obviously, um... A big one. I've talked about this in another podcast, I'm pretty sure. Um, it's definitely taken a toll on the environment, which is definitely good. I have noticed so many more wildlife in my backyard. Birds, chipmunks, squirrels. Apparently there has been a um, bear sighting near where I live, so um, that's kind of cool, I guess, but not that. I don't know, I hope the bear finds its way back to the forest where it belongs. But, um, I don't know. It's weird how there's a bear sighting. I I don't know, okay. (laughs) Um, And, yeah, that's one silver lining. Another is I definitely have been um, trying to do things that I haven't done. I've had time to watch TV. I started The Office. I know I'm very late, but um, it's a good show. And I'm already on season five. I've been um, doing a lot of stuff musically. So yesterday I learned how to play Young, Wild, and Free on the piano. And oh my gosh, I've been, I found my recorder from like fourth grade. I have been playing that nonstop. My two siblings have been, and my parents have been quite irritated at me because it's actually such an annoying instrument. But, um,. <laughs> but it, I think it's it's fun to play. I know how to play in the jungle, the mighty jungle from the Lion King, which is cool. Um yeah, I I'm excited to see what my Spotify Wrapped is going to be at the end of this year because I've been listening to weird music. Like um I I was listening to the Big Time Rush theme song on repeat yesterday in the shower. Um, I've been listening to, like, what's it called? Baby Shark. I I don't know. I just, like, have random songs get stuck in my head all of a sudden, and I have to play it on Spotify, and then end up, um, liking the song and just playing it over and over again, which is kind of funny, but, yeah, no, it's fun. Um, so I'm excited to see what my rap is going to be. Obviously, a silver lining is talking to people that I have not really spoken to if it weren't for quarantine. So, of course, I speak to my friends on a daily basis. But random, like, friends that I haven't really seen in years I've reached out to. um, Like, people that I was friends with in elementary school who we kind of drifted away in high school... Um, I've reached out to them just because, I don't know, like, everyone's bored and everyone would be happy to, you know, get a phone call from someone saying like, hey, we haven't spoken in a long time, do you want to just talk? And chances are they will say yes. So if you have not done that thus far, 
that might be worthwhile of your time. Um, and yeah, so I definitely did want to end on a high note with the silver linings. So, um, I think that might be the end of the podcast. I don't think I have much else to say. I just think this is, my goal for this podcast was to be, um, you know, as relatable as possible. And I hope that I am not alone in this and that you guys, um, might feel the same way. And it might be refreshing to know that someone is in the same boat as you and um, is dealing with similar things as you and you are not alone if this really if this coronavirus has had a lasting impact on you. And um, I hate to, sorry, I know I said I wanted to end on a high note, but there was one other point that I forgot to say, um, that we are actually very lucky chances are the people listening to the podcast um are live in similar places than me and i just want you to know that we are pretty lucky that we have a roof over our heads we um we have food to eat every day we are in a um community where our biggest concern is that we might not have a graduation and at the end of the day, if you think about it, we are very fortunate to um, be living in the conditions that we are because there are so many people just outside of where I am right now and maybe just in New York City that is fearing, like, when will my next meal be? When will I find um, a proper shelter? When will this all be over? And um, that's definitely... Um, notable to keep in mind because sometimes um, we overlook things and think that we are just this is just so unfair for us which it of course is but um, in the grand scheme of things we're pretty lucky to be um, in a supportive community with the necessary resources that we um, do indeed have so yeah, that's what that is actually a good note to end on. Just do not take anything for granted and really um live life with a sense of gratitude because because you are lucky to be um dealing with this virus in the safest way as you can and I think this is a pretty um fine way to be living in these unprecedented times. So thank you all so much for listening. If you obviously have made it this far in the podcast, chances are you have listened to the entirety of this episode, and I do really appreciate you for listening to this. And I hope you enjoy these episodes. And these episodes will always be on Spotify and um, Anchor and other um, um, music and other um sound networks so i i can't remember off the top of my head which networks they are on but spotify is not the only one so um in a year from now if you're bored hopefully you won't be bored because hopefully in a year from now we will be out of quarantine but if you are bored in a year from now you can listen to these podcasts and um just reminisce on old times and this 
podcast about the coronavirus will be so dated and um a good piece of um a primary source as your history teacher would um would call it so <laughs> thank you all so so much for listening and making these podcasts have been very fun and i'm sad this is over but i definitely have had fun making them so thank you